part of blindsidepods.com. Welcome to a Superfan Roundtable on the week's events in the world of Kirk Menahan. This is the Menafan Show. Uh, I'm going to have Mark Moroso on next week. Uh, probably Monday for Tuesday for 10 or 15 minutes as he makes his case to why he wants to be the new producer of the show. Uh, the things that go in his favor are he is, like I think, really dumb in the old Chris <laughs> Curtis mold uh, and really willing to do anything in the old Chris Curtis mold. Uh, he's like a sober Curtis when Curtis was drunk, if that makes sense. All right, my name is Drunk Eric Curtis. And I'm here with uh, MHB. Mark Hannon's balls. Uh, Mark Moroso is here. He's known professionally as Pork Chop. Mark, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How's it going, guys? Good. <laughs> Dude, we are so happy to have you on the podcast tonight. I, I, I have been I have not been this excited to do this since uh the fake Mike Zahn was on. And he's that big of a personality already. I mean, he's already got Pray for Dale or the or the Daily Arnold text line giving him nicknames. I, I guess I guess it's pork chop now. I guess that's we had sausage and then we had lumpy and now we have pork chop as the, as the new <laughs> Is that is that how we're gonna start this podcast? Is that how we're starting it with pork chop? <laughs> yep. <laughs> why not? We're yeah, going why down not? The road Let's of, jump in. When I'm blind, <laughs> when blind had uh, Rich Keefe on, we're going down that antagonistic route. We're starting hard, hard hitting, but I guess. Yeah, I love it. No, but pork chop, fantastic. First of all, I need to I need to ask you guys off the bat, who who made that side by side? Who did that? Who did what? The side by side photo with me <laughs> me with my shirt off. And then me on the the Iron Throne was that was that one of you guys? I don't know. I that, that was that was me. That was me. Do you not even know who I am on Twitter? Uh, that was you. Oh my god! For, no, I do. I just I listen. Listen. When when Kirk Minahan mentions your name, there's a lot in your you know coming in your Twitter. So sometimes you just scroll and you're kind of rushing through things. Plus, I was a little uh, I was a little uh, taken back. I saw a picture of me without my shirt on. <laughs> So what did you do? Like you, you took the video and you like. I'm looking I, at the picture. Did you now. isolate me? Like, how did you get the screenshot of me? Like, how how did you do? I, I'm honestly impressed. Seriously, good job. How did you do it? I I, I guess I don't want to. You know, a, a good magician never reveals his trick. But no, no. I mean, dude, I fucking I I fast forwarded. I, I I screenshotted the picture of you and then I cropped it out oh, and I, I just said, you know, is this this is that the was guy beautiful, that, man. Very well done. This is well. I guess my whole point was like, hey, listen. That's how you promote things. a fucking World podcast. Good job. That's that's right because we're creating content. At the end of the day, I want to show both two sides of Mark Moroso. The side that he's this brilliant, strong guy sitting on a throne at the Game <laughs> yeah. of Thrones. Oh, and okay. then also the side of him, the, the sultry side, the sensual, the sexy side of Mark Moroso. The guy that appreciates <laughs> women and, and bodies and accepting people. So that's really yeah. what, like my goal. So someone asked what my bra size was. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> all right, that those people don't <laughs> dude, fuck those fuck those Twitter trolls. It was man. funny. It's, man. Yeah. Bo- it's body positivity. It was funny. It was very funny. You did it. You did a great job. As soon as I saw it, I said, "God damn it! I knew I shouldn't have taken my damn shirt off for that video." <laughs> the internet, but great job, great job, John. Uh, why were you in a position to take your shirt off? What, what was the context of that? Well, John, you know what you saw. You so you watched the whole video, so you you get it, right? I, there was a reason my shirt was off. Yeah, I mean, the, the the reason really was that he was doing a video on women's appreciation. He was talking specifically, I think, about it's a really positive message about how we shouldn't objectify women's bodies. 
all the while, all the lady viewers watching there on, you know, the 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 tens of, of views that that video got are are all the while objectifying <laughs> the body of Mark Moroso. That's that's the which real. Which is just a lie. <laughs> is that yeah, is important? Yeah. One? Well, important yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just a lie. It was, uh, you know, it's ironical or whatever. Yeah, it was ironic. I took my shirt off. I'm yeah. talking about, you know, I'm talking about being pr- provocatively dressed as I get undressed. You know. That's what I was going. It's a nuanced, uh, it's a nuanced sense of humor there. I'm sorry you don't understand it. Yeah. Hey. Well. Hey. It's okay. You know. I mean, they, they, we we've got it. We're all for nuance here in the vein of uh, Evan Evan Drake. Um. Let me ask you this. In the the open that DEC so masterfully put together, Kirk mentioned that you were supposed to do a podcast with him, uh, or at least a, a section of it, where you were kind of going to defend yourself. Yeah. As a producer. Now, I do have sources. As everybody knows, MHB Investigations, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I do have a source. I have a mole inside Intercom. Mm. And oh, okay. um, I don't want to give away my source. Let's just say that he is a a used to be fat, now skinny yeah. uh, guy who is sight impaired, I guess is what I would say. And he texted me. <laughs> uh, what did yeah, he say? Sounds like a lot of people at Intercom. Yeah, right. It sounds like it's, it could be anybody at Intercom. He said, uh, remember how Kirk teased having him on the podcast? That was supposed to be yesterday, but my buddy told me Mark was mm-hmm. very ready for it in the morning and then disappeared from the studio. And later, Kirk was seen recording by himself. So what happened? What the fuck, Mark? Did you did you record? Son of a Did you bitch. actually? What the fuck happened? Did you not? Did you puss out and not record with Kirk? Wow. I, I, is that what you think happened? You think I was like, no, I can't do it, Kirk. I'm nervous. Is that what you think happened? You tell me what happened. Did I strike you as the uh, yeah as the nervous type? No, you know what? Um, we did record. We did record a, a podcast. It will be coming on that particular day. We got a little sidetracked with another project, and since I'm there every day, there was no rush to get me on. Oh my God! The producers aren't going to talk on the air anymore. Oh Jesus Christ Almighty! We're so screwed. But um, we did it. Uh, we did it. Uh, you know, at, at the next available time. It is in the post-production delay, and you will hear it very soon. She does. She helps special special needs kids. (laughs) And you will love it. And you will be so impressed that you will give me support on Twitter. Mark Moroso Jr. That's my Twitter handle. So you're lying. Yeah, I don't think he's necessarily lying. I just think that I think that he is he's he's setting his sights high, and I think that you know we've obviously it's a sore subject because uh, you were basically the guy that got Dave Cullinan fired. Is that right? <laughs> ah! You, are you there, Mark? Did we lose you? Yes, it, you lost me for a second there. Am I back? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? You're back. <laughs> You're back. I think we're having connectivity issues. I, there's, I can, I, I can. Uh, can DC. you reach around the computer to that 56k modem just to give it a little jostle? <laughs> DEC, is he coming in like delayed? Is he like sounding choppy on your end too? Yeah, it's sort of like uh, I, and when he, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, are you connected to the internet right now? Or are you going on a uh, you know dial-up? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm on dial-up. Yeah, complicated. Well, I mean, you sound pretty good for somebody dialed into net zero. I'm here. I'm here on dial-up, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure this uh, technology. I don't know connectivity. You know, satellites. Mm. Oh. Yeah, well, hey, it's it's okay. Well, if this comes out, if this if this comes out like you just saying, you know, uh, where we can barely hear you, it's still not as bad as remotes on WEEI. So, you know, I, there's <laughs> always kidding. there's always that. So, 
so you know, so 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 you you say that you truly did go on Kirk's podcast. You did not puss out. I appreciate it. Any update then on the Cullen thing? We all Kirk tweeted out yesterday, as we know that called that he recorded the one year anniversary of the Cullen thing. Yeah, and the podcast didn't drop today. So what the hell? What the fuck's going on with that? Oh, what the fuck? Um, well, you know, I mean, things happened uh, beyond my uh, pay grade, but uh, as far as I know, you know, it, it should be, you know, I haven't heard anything that it's not going to come out. Kirk did a great job. I, I listened to it, and I actually told Kirk that he was funny during it, but he gets, he gets fired up. He's, you know, he's passionate, especially about that subject, and he gets all fired up, and he makes me laugh out loud. I, I chuckle. He's, he's funny, but you're going to love it. It's on its way. You're going to love it. He, di- he dives in. And it, it's longer than usual, and um, it's classic Kirk. And you know, you were saying, uh, uh, you know, off air that <laughs> he's the only kind of guy that can make really sort of like confusing stories, uh, you know, uh, understandable. And he does that in this one, so it's a good one. <laughs> and yes, that he he is the guy that is able to do that and tie it all together. And and there's only you know, ob- obviously, he was the only guy in Boston that could have broken a story like that because you have the globe insulating. Colin and and you've got all the institutions that are looking out for a guy like that and nobody I mean like the, the thing is is that nobody why would you want to look into a nice guy like that yeah you know and there's a lot of guys like that in Boston I gotta say there are some major maybe politicians in Boston that would just hate that would fucking hate for a guy like Kirk and a guy like maybe MHB to go and investigate them and look into their shit I mean why hey would my you friends want- good morning <laughs> why would you want to do something like that your, your your day will come let me say that to you if you're listening right right now to this podcast which i'm sure you are your day is fucking coming anyway yeah well i think a lot of people it's natural for a lot of people to want to believe those stories and that's why a lot of you know fraudulent people who are selling a story get away with it or 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 doesn't get caught up with them for a while is because people want to believe that stuff and um you know but that's why we got people like kirk who just blow the roof off of it and that's the that's what kirk does and kirk is like He's like the guy who pulls the blinders off and says, like, this is reality. And, and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to see this, you know. And, and so, uh, you know, whatever, a lot of people don't appeal. That doesn't appeal to them. But there are, he has a very distinct audience and a, a distinct following and usually intellectual, intellectual, enlightened in some way. And they want that. They want that stuff. They want the, they want the truth. They, they, they want to see the inside of the sausage, if you know what I'm saying. Well, get past that. We talked to Cullen Ayn before he got fired about 36 hours afterwards, and he seemed to know absolutely nothing about Kirk Menahan, and he made the excuse that he was working. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. Even though he really wasn't working for a period of time. So what what do you know about the show? <laughs> the show? Yeah, so first of all, let me tell you, I would have failed that test that you gave him. I would have got really? every single question wrong, every single one. But hold on, let me explain. Well, first of all, I don't even feel like I need to explain, but I will. Um... I was, yeah, I was a freaking working professional. I was an assistant producer on the Hillman Morning Show for the past three years. I mean, listen, you got a question about the Hillman Morning Show? I'll tell you anything you want to know. But as far as Kirk goes, I mean, I'm just not available, man. I'm working. And so it's tough. Listen, I'm going to be harsh on you guys right now. Say something mean. That's fanboy shit. I'm a professional, bro. I'm not a fanboy. So, <laughs> you know, there's a different. You were on Blind Mike's show that you said you cornered him and talked to him about how you worshipped him and you and you really like Kirk and you're looking forward to working with him. Something Wait, who's that? Lines. You said that. You, you said, said that. Blind Mike. Well, I said that I went to Blind Mike and said I worship who? You were on Blind Mike's podcast. And I said I, I told Kirk I worship him? 
Yes. I, I don't know if you know this, Mark. We have met before. We did a podcast before. Do you do you, do you not remember? No, I'm, I'm spotty. I'm spotty. All right. You know, you know, that's fair. Listen, I am. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Kirk, but you do have to understand. And that was a jab at you guys. So good for you, good on you to defend yourself. But, um, you know, basically, you know, I, I was. I was. I really was on the Hillman Morning Show, and I was just torn away. And believe me, every chance I got, I'd listen to, I'd listen to Kirk, and I listened to him before that. But it's tough. Like, you know, those specific questions, you really got to be a fan of the show. You got to listen every day. And I just wasn't there. I was somewhere else. <laughs> Is that suffice? Is that good enough for you guys? Or am I, am I, not, am I not fit for the job? You, you, know, did, you did a you did a one eighty right there. Yeah, I mean he's 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 kind of. I wish we had the sound of like a truck backing up. I think we can add that in post. You know, I think I think that you did a good enough job with that. Now, can you? Can, can, let, I, I, I I circumvented that. I sidestepped that uh yeah, that test. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. It so. was a professional professional pivot. As you as as, as and as, I got a jab and I insulted you guys. That's right, Big Dick Mark Moroso coming on here, big timing us. You know you would you would time it. You us. put a picture of me with my shirt off on the internet. I can't get a jab in. <laughs> well, you you first of all, to be fair, you put that out. In the I put that me. out on the internet, yeah. For all the ladies with wandering eyes to yeah. see. I mean, that's and you also told me that you were captain of the football team. Is this true? And is it true that they made you wear the helmet off the field and on the field? Yeah, well, I was wearing the I was wearing the helmet before I got to the team. That's why, you know, that's why I was the captain. I was, it was just so natural for me. Yeah, of course I was the captain of my, of my high school football team. I'm a charismatic, strong, tough guy. And, I, you know, I don't give up. And Kirk's learning that. And, uh, you know, I, listen, I was, I, I'm, not, I'm not like any, you know, fantastic fo- uh, football player by any means. But I do get to go the rest of my life saying I was the captain of my high school football team. Are you a long snapper? What'd you play? <laughs> <laughs> you wise ass. And I, you know what? And I get to, I get to sound am cool I wrong? again. Am, no, 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 bro. I was a middle linebacker. Oh, I was okay. pork chop. They called me pork chop, the middle linebacker. <laughs> pork, that's, you know, this dude, this shit. You can make fun of it all you want, but this pork chop thing is happening. Yeah, it's, make I, I think so. It's getting some, some traction. I, I like it. Hey, do you know who else played a lot of football? Andy Gresh. <laughs> Did you say you're the Andy Gresh of producers? I, I hope not. I really hope not. I mean, hey, that's a low blow to Andy. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a nice guy, less than medium talent. It's okay. Not a big deal. Him and Dan York are ruling Providence right now. It's good. Yeah, stuff. Providence is a good spot for him. A- actually, you know, it's funny. I called in. I was years ago. I was really nervous. I was just getting started in radio. I had a college radio show, and I called into Gresh and Zoe. And I used to love Zoe. And I got on, and I was like, Zoe, you're the best, dude. You're the best. I was like, you're the you're the best guy in radio. You're, you're so entertaining. And I said, well, I said, I said, hey, you're not the best. You're the second best. Do you know who the best is? And Gresh just goes, uh, is it me? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's me, you idiot!" And I, you know, I, and I plugged, I plugged my college show, and they dumped me. But that was a good time. Um, can you make your case? Give us a little taste of the podcast. Where, where make your case and why you deserve the full time producer job? Obviously, Kirk, uh, how many times a day do Kirk, I got to do Kirk, this, Kirk? Well, because you need to, <laughs> you need to fight for what you, know, you want, motherfucker. You, no you got to fight the power for this. brokers that the two of us. Are. I, oh, get we, the, I get the idea. Yeah, people don't know. Cullinane's appearance on the Minifan show, I am 99.9% convinced was the reason he got fired. All right. Well, well, no. If I, if I don't get this job, then yes, you guys are cursed for sure. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's absolutely that's, the that's case. That's a fact, yeah. No, I, yeah. I can do, you yeah hear? We are the kiss of death. Well, but, yeah. but, but, but I mean, like, think, think about this, right? Because like, here's my pitch, right? They were paying Cullinane probably, I don't know, an exorbitant amount of money. I say, let's say, just throw out a number, $100,000, because, <laughs> because that's what fucking uh, who came on there. 
that that ben little kitchen. that that, that douche Ben Kitchen goes on enough about mm. me and, and 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 spills that. So let's say hundred thousand dollars what they're paying him. Let's just split it. You get fifty. Blind Mike gets fifty. Kirk's got two producers. He's got a blind Mike social media guy, blind guy doing his tweeting, which is you know can only end in disaster. But I mean, I'm, I'm kidding, blind Mike. I love. Why you. are you going to pay him fifty thousand? I mean, he's not going to see it. Just pay him ten. <laughs> Well, you got to pay. I mean, blind blind Mike has said that he was only made. In, in We're fact, equal I, opportunity employers. I I actually was texting Mike <laughs> about this, and I said I said Mike, I mean, why don't they just pay you and Mark fifty k each, and then you're good. And Curse got two producers, and he goes, he goes, he's like, he's like John, listen, man, he's like. With the amount of money I've made in my life, he's like, I feel like fucking Scrooge McDuck, you know, swimming naked in my bath of gold coins with the, with that kind of money. So tell me why you would be the best full-time producer for Kirk. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I mean, you, you got to sort of know me to, to, you know, be able to answer that question. But I've wanted to be Kirk's producer for a long time. And, um, you know, you'll hear on the podcast, actually, he recounts uh, several times that I approach him about being his producer through the years Years and years. And I've uh, just always been a big fan of his. And, you know, he's got an actual true voice. Um, I've always wanted to be a part of something like that where, you know, we're not just recycling daily news and making fart jokes. You know, we're actually talking about investigative reporting. You know, I, I study politics and philosophy. You know, that, that kind of thing, you know, makes the hair on my, on my uh, you know, on the back of my neck stand up. Shove that up your nose. But, but you know... All in all, I mean, I, I'm just, uh, I just like to think of myself, you know, like por- the old pork chop, the linebacker. I've just, I just throw myself against something over and over again until I get it done. And that's it. I just got this determination. I love Kirk. I'm passionate about my work. I absolutely love my job. I've been working 12 hour days with Kirk because I still have a, a morning show job. So I'm working 12 hour days. And, um, but I'm just, I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. And, I, there's, you're just not going to find anyone who's going to work harder and take more pride in the work. And I'm a, I'm a smart guy, so, you know. <laughs> what? So there you go. But, you know, it's all, it's all just fluff. It's, it's all just, you know, wonderful talking fluff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I will say that Kirk even said that your loyalty is unquestioned, which I don't know what that means. But that means I, I guess... got voted the captain of the football team, bro. That means <laughs> I'm fucking, I am down, dude. You, you know, you don't have to That's worry right. about me, dude. <laughs> you already have like a thousand more, a thousand percent more energy than Cullinane. My view on Cullinane was. That oh, he's going to he rip was... you, by the way, because, you know, Cullinane's a P1. He's about to rip the shit out of you that's okay that's okay he's done this he's done it before and i handled them before (laughs) colonane was incredibly competent he was a competent producer not much of a personality with us i don't know necessarily your competence on the day-to-day stuff neither do i personality you (laughs) would be awesome i would laugh my ass off every day i mean is it true that colonane had to help you turn on your computer you know it may have been true at one point no no he did listen. Cullinane is a smart producer. I would take him in a heartbeat. The kid is capable. Like that's the word I would use to describe that kid is capable. He can get shit done. I, you know, whatever. It didn't work out with him and Kirk, and I don't think he even needs to worry about that stuff. But to, you know, he, he'll he'll land on his feet. He's he's uh, completely. You know, he's gonna be fine. But you know, I, I appreciate that being a personality and say, you saying that, and the show will be funny, and I think it would too. But at times, I, I wonder if it works against me because. Kirk even said, you don't really, you know, you're not really a producer type, you're a personality type. 
And I, you so know, was, so was Curtis though. Curtis was a yeah. was a personality type. I mean, look at like a guy like Ken's an anomaly. Where a guy like Ken has turned himself into a personality, but started out as a fucking drip. I mean, the guy's about you know the guy's about as interesting as reading a dictionary. I mean, he, but he's also a dictionary. He's also, but he no, it hasn't. But he's a dictionary of drops, and he's he developed the sock puppet personality, and and he's also developed a little bit of chemistry with Curtis, and he's turned himself into a personality. But Curtis came right out of the gate as like this crazy drunken bizarre <laughs> idiot that 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 was just a punching bag and now well, how much robert <laughs> exactly and now he's kind of turned himself back around where he's now probably the eminent the, the best producer in the city of boston i'm not sure Alexei Agondo, he grounded out to third and then there was pedroia ground out holt single bogart started <laughs> by the way <laughs> see that's yes. what that's what this show is missing yeah i need that yeah yeah well i mean i don't know Ho- hopefully i can bring it but, like, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, uh, uh, Kirk is, like, he's called me stupid so many times. Please! I want to hear your voice! That I, I'm honestly, like, I'm honestly questioning my intelligence. Like, I really am. Like, I never, I never would before. I always thought I was a smart guy. And I think Kirk is smart. And he's so sure that I'm stupid that I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, maybe I am stupid. Because he's pretty smart. He would know, you know? No, you moron! <laughs> and it's not like, it's not like after... You know, like we recorded and, and he called me stupid a bunch of times. And it's not like after he was like, hey, you know, uh, way to be a good sport. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think he just thinks I'm stupid. I don't know. No, requirement, <laughs> but, but Kirk, is, Kirk has said this so many times in the past. Requirement number one for working with Kirk Minahan is you can't be sensitive. You can't. You can't be sensitive. He's going to bust balls. He's going to call you a fucking idiot. He's going to yell. He's yeah, going to scream. That's, that's okay. That You can't be sensitive. If you're sensitive around Kirk, if you get your feelings hurt easily, you're not going to last, right? So, you know, if you get criticized, for instance, on Periscope saying that, you know, Dave Colonnade's performance was underwhelming, that's, you know, you can't be sensitive about it, Dave. I'm sorry. I'm just, I, again, we have no idea what happened with Dave Colonnade, by the way. So everyone was messaging me. Was he sensitive me, about that? I no, I'm I'm giving him shit. I'm giving him shit because no. I know he's listening. Uh, we love you, Dave, and and we hope that you you hope that you land on your feet. Um, and we mean that sincerely. We're not bullshitting there. We do, um, but but at a certain point, we have to move on. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> we got to so, think about ourselves. Thirty, your thirty six hours are up, and now we are mm-hmm. on to Mark Moroso Jr. Yes, uh, it's my thirty six hours now. That's we right. do have a guest <laughs> who has come in who just wants to ask you a question, make kind of a comment. This is Steve from Providence. Okay. Mark, it's Steve. I did a little homework on you when I found out you might be producing Kirk's podcast and came up with four solid conclusions. One, Kirk is going to break you like a POW and you won't last the 36 hours that Dave Cullinane did. Two, after you do get fired, you should take your talents as a wet nurse to Kenya and feed all the malnourished children with your big ass titties. Three, God played a sick joke on you because as much as your tits do hang down to your kneecaps, you do have to blow on your thumb so you don't pee on your balls. And four, there are only two ways that you were actually a father. One, your wife cheated on you and you actually adopted the child because you felt bad for it. Or B, her gas smells like low tide and no one else will have her. Stay by, that's all I got. That was well done. That was well done. I mean, I, I think uh, a couple of the fat jokes were a little, um, you know, playing play to, uh, to the cheap seats. But uh, well, said th- those were bad. Those were bad. <laughs> this is Steve from Providence. We're talking about. We're talking about Steve. He's the most professional troll in the country. <laughs> he he actually below the belt. But by the way, by the way, guys, are we going to talk about the fact that Steve from Providence called Mutt and Callahan this morning? Steve, Steve, listen there, Steve. Come at me all you want, my friend. We're ready to start this feud. 
Listen, Steve, you don't do that shit. I haven't called back in. Why are you calling in to Mutt and Callahan and giving them publicity and Mutt sitting there tickling your dick? You guys are doing the reach around. Doing, oh, oh, I miss Steve from Providence. I miss Show you Show me so- how you wiggle in those jeans. That's what he was saying to you, Steve. He was saying, he was literally telling you to turn around and wiggle your ass for him. Like, right? I mean, that's what fucking Mutt was doing to you, Steve. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that to me, Steve. Don't do that. I can't handle it. Oh, he's going to be pissed now. <laughs> Um, but so listen, guys, I do got to run, but if you want to do like one or two more, I'm, I'm down, but I got, I got to get, I got to get going. Yeah. So the only, and then feel free to edit that out. I don't mean to be a dick. I just, you know, life. You dick. I know. Uh, maggot. We have a couple questions we want to ask. First of all, uh, let's do rapid fire questions here. First of all, Dave Colonnane said to you, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? How do you respond? Uh, (laughs) I mean, fucking a Dave, you know, you know, the fucking biz, baby. You got to strike while the iron's hot. You almost took the fucking thing from me. That's right. That's right. Uh, number two, <laughs> number two. Are you willing to commit yourself to the complete and absolute destruction of the Boston Red Sox? I'm willing to commit myself to Kirk Minahan's insane freaking whatever he wants to do. You know, he's my. Uh, you know, the the Roman soldiers used to fight for the general. He's my general. You know. Okay. How do you spend your free time? And are you willing to be? And what are you willing to do to be a part of the Kirk universe? Well, short of nothing, I'm, I mean, anything, I'm, I will do anything to be part of the Kirk universe, uh, which I kind of am part of the Kirk universe. But, um, you know, I don't know, work 12 hours a day, seven days a week. I'd be happy to do that for him. Um, as would far you as... consider, to, to help Kirk Menahan, would you consider getting a new ISP? Hey, listen, it's all on the table, all right? I'll put it that way. Uh, anything that you want to ask Mark before he has to get out of here and cut this podcast short? No, I would just say, please remember <laughs> us when you get this. We'd like some access. Cullinane was good with that, and then he got his ass fired. Yeah. So if you can keep a job, uh, that would be awesome. Oh, by the way, uh, what's the deal with that picture of you fee- uh, feeding Colin Letty? Okay, great. We'll do these. We'll do these one two, and then we'll be out. So yeah. I never got to answer what I do in my free time. Oh my god, what a fun question! I want to answer it. Um, I uh, I like to read. I, I'm a reader, and uh, I like a guy named. Uh, Haruki Murakami. You ever hear of Haruki Murakami? No, but I have heard of Ernest Hemingway, and I love A Farewell to Arms. I saw that you. Oh, uh, that's that you uh, read yeah. That. That's the greatest book of all time. That's, dude, a, that's it is, the greatest. It, it, uh, it oh, you like that great. book? I do, dude. I am not. I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah, Hemingway said that that courage is grace under under pressure, right? Or grace under fire. You're absolutely right about that. And that's. I mean, you got to stay calm when the when the fucking when the when the bullets are flying. That's that's the key. So yeah, yeah I, I I I was actually pleasantly surprised to see that you're a reader. I know that you'll connect with Kirk on that. Well, we'll see. He makes fun of the shit that I read, which is okay. Whatever. I don't care. Um, I mean, you're probably what are you reading? The Catcher in the Rye next? Next? No, baby. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all I did I just I just read this one Japanese guy he's trippy he's weird and and I just uh, I'm the four, a the four agreements the four agreements I don't know what that is what's that it's Tom Brady's favorite book <laughs> oh, okay now have you seen the picture of me I'm not reading any of Tom Brady's favorite books yeah that's right that's right all right what else and then oh yeah you wanted to know oh yeah what else okay well I like the um I, I you know I always like to dabble in the the cannabis it's always fun when you have a second to yourself and the the the, the kid has gone to bed I was you know, I was like to try that and then you guys know. You know how much I love uh, Game of Thrones. I do. It's coming back. It's coming back, baby. I'm jacked up. Listen, I'm not saying it's my favorite show. I'm not saying that. But what I will tell you is it's probably going to be revered as the greatest show of all time. Right. Well, well I mean, I guess that, that's, an, that's an answer. That's an answer. And then the Colin Letty thing was, um, 
you, we needed a, you, you know, it's comedy, you know, you need like something that goes on at the end of the video that's like, you know, that, you know, it's every, and then also, oh, by the way, those videos, I was making two of those a week, so I'll say what I always say when I'm doing stuff like that, there's a lot of them, they're not all going to be your favorite. I, I, I get, okay, here's my, here's my only thing I'll say, only thing I'll say, is that if your idea of comedy is the likes of Colin Letty, then maybe we have a difference of opinion there. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. But I know you had to work with that guy. I know you had to... Colin Letty wouldn't know the right side of a microphone if you literally, like, oh, force-fed it to him. When he was on with Blind Mike, he never... He, he was always so low, and he, he was he brought no energy. But he was funny in the video. I will give you the video of you guys feeding each other's, like, like two baby ducklings where you guys are <laughs> vomiting into each other's mouths. I think that, yeah. that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So keep, keep watching. As a matter of fact... um. Those videos will now be officially posted to the WAAF uh, <coughs> Twitter and Instagram page. Thank, thanks, Mark. We, pre- we appreciate you coming on, man, and we'll talk down the road. I th- thanks so much, man. <laughs> so he, he mutes himself. I think that's interesting that he can kind of sit in and listen. Uh, so for those of you that are just tuning in, uh, you know, text line, by the way, 37937. Uh, Mark Moroso has left the show, or he thinks he's left the show. But look, the software that we use, ladies and gentlemen, actually allows you to mute yourself. So I think that he... Only you can mute yourself. Yes. I can't. I wish I could mute. That would be great, yeah. Because, I mean, DEC would be muting me every two fucking seconds. So so Mark thinks that he can listen in to us talking about him because he's muted himself. (laughs) I I don't think he knows that we can see that he's still there. How is that possible? (laughs) Why... What do you think is, of Mark? Why are they not just hiring him now? I don't think that he might be the most... Com- First of all, he tried to play that bullshit. Oh, 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 oh now he's gone. Uh, he tried to... Bl- <laughs> <laughs> we scared him away. Do you, think, do you think he bailed so early because he really had stuff to do? Or yeah, I do. Or scared I do. the shit out of him? I, I think... I don't know if a guy like like um, like um Mark is even capable of lying. I think that, <laughs> that, that requires like second and tertiary functions to be able to I, do that. So I, I got to tell you, I'm actually impressed with him big-timing us. Colonnade <laughs> didn't do that. He, he did. He had the balls to say, yep, I've given you this much time and I got to go because I got to wake up tomorrow morning and uh, right. spin 12 records an hour. Big Mac Mark Moroso. First of all, comes on here, gives us what? Like he gives us he gives us a professional's 30 minutes, which actually when you flesh it out comes out to about 22 minutes. So we're my apologize ladies and gentlemen that you're getting 22 minutes of content. But you got this guy coming on here like as if the interview is just with Kirk. I mean, clearly we are the arbiters of the Minifan universe. So the interview is just as much, and we actually have it on direct orders from Kirk to go easy on him. And I, I don't know, maybe we didn't go easy on him. Sorry, Mark. I think we did. I think yeah, we were nice. It was we, Steve who was a prick. We didn't even get to the citizenship test. <laughs> right? I mean, yes. what the fuck? What the fuck? Now, now we got to hit the post now, I think, right? Is that what we got to do? So <laughs> I've got the hit the post stuff. All right. All right, here we go. Let me, let me, let me settle down. Let me get into my Tangway voice. I just got to get the, um, the, the visions. Of Are you going to do this or am I going to do this? You, you can do it. You can do it or I can do it. Doesn't matter. We can see who's better. We can see who's better at hitting the post. Z100 hey, it's uh, fire and brimstone coming down outside. It's uh, Death Stars outside and we're going to get blown to bits. High of 70 degrees in downtown New York. Z100. Yes! Yes! Woo! I didn't even think that that was that good. I mean, you were a little bit short. I think you were a little bit short. Um, I don't even know if I want to try. Do you have one that I can try? I, I don't think this is good radio right now. We're doing the... Hello, ladies and gentlemen. 
I'm your host, MHB. Porkchop has left the building. There is a wreck on I-95. Looks like he was running down the sidewalk completely naked. A woman was so objectified by his naked body. Oh, oh come on. Am I... Oh, I fucked it up. I fucked it it's up. It's not as easy as you think, huh? I couldn't even feel it. Is there a song? Do you have a song that I can do here? Yeah, let me do one more this here. This is embarrassing me. as fuck. Serving the universe. Rockin' flame throwing Z100. It's Mackenzie here with MHB. And coming up next, it's my soul. Z100 New York. <laughs> Bravo. That was incredible. That was fucking incredible. Yeah, I used to do this shit. This is like, this is, this is, by the way, guys, this is the fair use version because we don't want to get sued by, 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 uh, by classic yacht rock artists. Um, looking, uh, no, I wish we could. I wish we could I'm just play. I'm looking to see if I got any other, like, oh, shit. So who's I got that guy that, of... who's that guy, the red ticket blues guy? How does he get away with using all these songs in his podcast? I think he's just waiting to get sued. Okay. All right. I guess so. I am just looking back to see if I've got Dude, I'm 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 going to take I'm going to take so much shit for my attempt to hit the post. That was so bad. It's it's not easy to do. That was so bad. Holy shit. But wow. it's it's not easy to do. I thought it was kind of funny too, the image like a like a wreck on ninety five and, and Mark Moroso's naked body, you know, running up on the breakdown lane. I think that's kind of funny, but like I fucked it up. Yeah, again, it's it's a lot easier said than done doing this. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get a whole bunch of bumpers here, which I... Well, let's talk about something different. Let's talk about something different while you do that. Uh, so first of all, a lot of stuff has happened in the world of Kirk Minahan. We know that uh, Kirk, the, the one-year anniversary of Cullen has come, uh, of the Cullen investigation has come and passed. That hopefully tomorrow, according to Mark Moroso, that dummy on our podcast, that 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 uh, we're gonna get that that episode tomorrow. We also know that Kirk did in fact do that that quick uh, teaser podcast with with uh, with Moroso, going over specifically why would he want to make him a producer. I mean that's mm-hmm. that's one thing that's kind of cool. So we know that that's happening. I mean, what has been your opinion of Kirk? We haven't even talked about this in DC. No, we haven't. What is your opinion of, because Kirk has talked about how he's going to just say, fuck it. Uh, Maybe the live show will happen. Maybe it won't. Uh, Fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. But I think his thinking now, at least what he said, is that he's going to put out three, four podcasts a week, and and we're going to get a shit ton of content. I mean, are you cool with that format? Yeah, I got some opinions on this one. I think he should scrap the live show. So holy shit, flamethrower take. Okay. Yeah. Flame the flamethrower. Um I think if you look and say why are there live shows? There are live shows on radio because they have spectrum and there's a clock and everything is done live. So if you think through and say let's look at somebody like Joe Rogan who does kind of a lot a freewheeling type show but it's recorded. Mm-hmm. What's really the difference? Why do I have to go online to listen to the show live from 10 a.m. to to noon? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people who are not going to be listening at that time anyways. So have a podcast daily that's two hours that's not structured like the ones that he's doing now. It's kind of freewheeling. You have a guest in. You bring him in, bring him out. Maybe you take phone calls. Maybe you don't. Quite frankly, most phone callers are really terrible. But you so have the celebrity some- callers, though. You got Steve. You've got MHB. You've got well, Kevin from, the phone from Bristol. Line and say, I'm taking calls during this time. And then you just you throw it out as a podcast. I guess my, my issue is, is that without people listening in, 
how are they going to know the topic that Kirk is discussing? You know what I mean? Like, at yeah, some way, shape, true. or form. Here's what I would say: Fuck the lot. I'm with you. You don't need to put it on terrestrial radio. I don't even care if it's on radio.com. But even if it's like like Joe Rogan does a YouTube live stream, if Kirk is able to set up some cameras and stream it live, there'll be plenty of people that'll be able to stream in live and, and, and listen in live and actually be able to, 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 to hear that. And at least they'll be able to contribute to the conversation. I think that's the only thing. That's the only, because again, I'm with you there. I don't think that, especially with these, we talk about it all the time. New media stuff is changing. It's not going to look, you know, radio shows are not going to look the same in 10, 15 years. So those things are dying out. I mean, you can look at the ratings to, to attribute that. Podcasts, you got, like, in fact, probably the big, the, the guy, the Tonight Show of, of uh, the equivalent now in terms of listenership of the Tonight Show has become Joe Rogan, right? I mean, that's, right. he is now, you know, if you're on a media tour, you've got to do Joe Rogan the same way you used to have to do Carson. And that's all part of this new wave of media. So I see what you're that saying. Cars, that not Carson, Stern would like to do it and he can't get on there. Yeah. Well, because Stern is a fucking asshole that, that wants to, that, 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 that diminishes podcasts and ridicules them and says that he, that podcasts are for, you know, talentless people that couldn't cut it in radio. I mean, I hate to break it to you, but like you, no, you said it yourself different. that radio is filled with, with what you said, C and D students. And that's a, that's a trope I've heard several times in the yeah, past. Here's, here's the type of, <laughs> I just want to play this drop. <laughs> here's the type of radio that Howard Stern thinks was great. Show me a show you can hear all around. Chicopee, Holyoke, and even downtown. Show me a show that's the best show of all. And I'll show you the best show in Springfield. Yeah! The best show in Springfield. Wow, wow, what's up, Drunk Air Curtis? Oh, hey, man, it's I mean, so that's great what to we have you. Go back to? It's so great to listen. Uh, uh, thanks for listening to Kicks 93.7. Kicks 93.7. We're opening up the phone lines, and we've got Drunk Air Curtis. How are you, my friend? Yeah, that's <laughs> right, 66WN. NBC. This one uh, is by request by Gary in Burlington. He's got this one going out to Jonathan Lipinski. It's Sexy Eyes. WNBC. <laughs> right? I mean, who wants to go back to that? I mean, nobody wants to go back to the fucking yuckers that are just like, no. you know, talking shit out it, their ass like that. It's just a different medium. In the past, you had to go to Des Moines, and then you had to go to Springfield, and then maybe you can go to Boston, and then maybe New York, but you don't have to do that anymore. You can have a show... You can have a podcast. You can go on YouTube. It's just a different venue. It's not any different, but... The only thing I will say is that there's a buzz. When Kirk and Callahan were on a good topic and it's live, there's a buzz to it. When news breaks, especially break, like, like, you know, I'm thinking specifically, you know, uh, if, um, you know, the Colin thing always comes to mind, right? But the Borges thing is another example, or the Adam Jones thing. When there's breaking news, or even the great show that they did years past when the Boston bombing happened, and they're reacting in real time, and it's live, and they're part of the cultural conversation. That's the only thing that live radio still has over podcasts, is that ability to instantly react and be a part of the conversation, and a part of the news as it happens that's the only thing other than that though podcasts have everything that radio has to offer and more because it's there's no fcc guidelines there's no time constraints there's no breaks there's none of that shit where we can just we're allowed to just explore and do whatever that we want they're a lot easier in the car too 
my concern is finding a live show streaming on radio.com will be a lot harder to find in the car than it will be to put on a podcast. Everybody knows how to just grab the podcast app, but there's a couple extra steps you have to do, and you have to be motivated to go on radio.com to do that. That's my concern, but I don't know if it will really matter because I think a lot of people will hear it as long as it's a podcast afterwards. That's going to be my drive home. I'm not going to listen to it live. I, I won't have the ability. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think that that's that's the thing is that uh, on the drive home, people can people can download it. I mean, so much of my experience with MNC was was or not MNC, but KNC was just listening on demand. I remember it's almost you yeah, almost felt too. like you almost felt like an addict. Like what, you had to always check as soon as the uh, and I talked about this on a podcast, one of my own podcasts in the in the past. But it's like you always were constantly checking for us the second that the that those uh, podcasts were posted because you were always like it's like maybe I'll catch it at the split second that I'll be able to download it before that rat fuck Joey Z goes and <laughs> yep. pulls it. And how many times has that happened where it's like it's like they were only posted for two minutes? And I I swear to God. Curtis did that intentionally where he was like, okay, we'll- I used to be able to find them on TuneIn. Sometimes for whatever reason, they would land on TuneIn. The ones that were pulled. told there. Yes. Really? Yeah. I mean, that was the thing. That was the, that was the struggle. And it was always like, you were always constantly refreshing your, your iTunes feed to see when those podcasts would be live. So you could be like quickly download them and hope that your internet was fast enough that you could get the download before it was pulled. Can you imagine that bullshit that you have to be motivated enough to say, okay, I go to the TuneIn app and the TuneIn app will have yeah, sound it. like a, like a crazy person. You sound like, yeah, like a serial that's killer. Insane. Right? I mean, but that's that's that welcome to the world of Kirk Minahan, where you're filled with crazy, lunatic, insane, sycophantic people. I mean, that's that's the reality. Yeah, I don't I, I just go back to I don't know if you have to have the live show as long as you have something where you can contribute and you have a live stream of thought where you can kind of talk. I don't know. I, I think the podcasts are going really well. The only thing I, I have an issue with the podcast is it feels like an appetizer and I'm looking for the meal. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit. I just want a little bit more. Well, I think that's also people. You see people on Twitter bitching about, you know, the podcast not being long enough. Like, oh, another 20, another mailbag from Kirk, another 20 minute podcast from Kirk. So I think people, that's one thing. But I think it's also, I mean, it's it's almost the new, like the 20 minute podcast is almost the new radio tease. You know, where it's like, and, and coming up next, you'll never guess what Howard Stern said about, so, you know, like, I mean, now the new radio tease is that, you know, at, at, at the beginning of your podcast or the end of your podcast, you talk about, let's look, let's look ahead next week. I'm going to have this, or this is what I, this is the news that I've, this, these are the new guests that I have lined up and then that's it. Um, so, I mean, it could be, it could be something like that, but I mean, regardless, it, people are interested and people want more. And I think that, you know, the success of this podcast has been a testament to that. So what do we have going forward? What are you, what are you interested in? That's a good question. Um, I feel like we've been, I wouldn't say limping along, but we've been just throwing audibles week after week after week. Cause there's been no Kirk news. I, I would like to talk more about, Hey, this is what's going on and, and, and talk about the week in review and stuff, but there's yeah. not enough to talk about. Yeah. I mean, imagine of those weeks, like we had this and there was like a Cullen week yeah. or when they well, got something like that wrong. may be on the way again, something <laughs> like that may be on the way. There How may the be a big investigation. How do you have time to do this? To do what? Uh, all this writing and investigating and stuff. Uh, I, so, so let me, let me, first of all, uh, let me just, let me just, I'll just, I'll just come clean here. I am homeless Kevin. <laughs> so I, I'm a, I live in my car 
you know, I've, I'm 350 pounds. I've got, you know, you know, boils and, and bed sores uh, on my back. And I, I just, I sit in my car and do nothing but, you know, look at this shit all day. So that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I guess it's just, you know, I'm just, I just, I just, I'm a type of guy that I like to, I, I like to always have little projects that I'm working on. And I, 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 you know, I'm somebody who used to, uh, you know, be involved in academia. I guess I could say that. And I like researching stuff that's something that's always been a hobby of mine is looking into things and digging into things so something that i genuinely like and i'm somebody who's interested in radio and somebody who's obviously been a fan of kirk for a long time so that's you know i do it just this is all just for fun you know i'm not looking for anything beyond that it's just for fun um but yeah i guess that's where i find also here's the big thing though dec Mm -hmm. i'm not married (laughs) yeah i'm married i've got three kids yeah i'm not married i got no kids so, I mean, you know, I got a girlfriend, but... In the middle but- of the Moroso interview, my six-year-old came down and turned the light off in the basement, and I had to hit the pause button and run over and turn it back on. What a pro that's, move. That's what we're... <laughs> and, and dealing with that, it's clear we're dealing with better conditions than if we were at the Intercom Studios. <laughs> that's what's amazing. I don't know. I mean, the Intercom Studios, you got, you know, you got, you got producers that are, you know, mixing things on their personal computers, and you got, you know, sound doesn't work, and phones don't work, and people... It's all sorts. Of, it's a total shit show. So Top 10 market in the country, yeah. Boston. One of the biggest radio companies in the country. I think they're three behind Cumulus unbelievable that those are the conditions but again it's just a surprise you know i mean you've got i mean well no. by the way let's let's talk speaking of intercom what were your thoughts on on this whole this craig carton thing did you, did you catch him on when he went on with uh on espn radio when he did his exit interview i, I didn't much because I, i'm not a michael k guy and i'm not really what a, a Craig Carton guy what, there's a guy on his show i think his name is like robert or christopher something christopher robin or some there's shit like, like a that. don lagreca i think is one of them he is Those are the only names there's I know. a guy on there that is so thin-skinned I, i'm gonna find his name because i'm just i'm just so upset with him and he's bitching worse than michael jordan he, michael jackson he's worse he worse is than michael jackson he is worse than michael jackson he's bitching about the fact that he met Craig Carton once at like a fucking charity baseball game. And he's mad that Carton said on the radio that he met some guy, this guy that's like this, you know, third man in on uh, on that ESPN radio show. And he misrepresented like that he was a fan or said something like that. And this thin skinned little douche, you got Craig Carton on here, is about to serve, you know, 42 months in prison because the judge was a big fan. Instead of the six or seven years he should have got, the judge was a big fan of his morning show. So he got off on a sweet deal. You got this guy that you got all this stuff you could ask him. And the big thing that you're upset about is that he insulted you or said that he met you when he didn't. Like I mean, this, I'm not doing it justice. You've got to just listen. Funhouse has it. And yeah, I, I remember hearing a little bit about it. This is every radio personality. I'm sure Kirk is thin-skinned ego bitches, man. I, I know worse. I know people who have done worse. It's just the nature of the business. It's show business. There are people who are. It's any walk of life. There are people who are dicks. That's the thing you're you're most concerned about, not the millions of dollars that this guy bilked. Mm-hmm. Peter Rosenberg, by the way, very Peter Peter Rosenberg is his name. Peter Rosenberg, this inverted micro penis little bitch boy. <laughs> this guy, this, 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 this guy that I, I swear to God that he loves just having big engorged bulls just come and just plow his wife. This guy is just the 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 cucky of the cuckus. This guy is 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 incredible. He, he this is what Funhouse said. Craig Carden lost his wife, his kids, his job, his dignity, and his freedom. But most importantly, he now. Has 
has to answer for hurting Peter Rosenberg's feelings one time. What a pathetic loser. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. The fact that this guy even, even has Craig a position. Why is doing this? Why is he going on to, these shows? To fuck with uh, Francesa, I guess. Like he thanks uh, he thanks the Yes Network um, because he had, because they had him on. I mean, he's going on Francesca's uh, competitor, right? Isn't that isn't that who he's going? Isn't that the uh, the competitor that ESPN show? Yeah, their competitor, they're they're neck and neck. Michael now. K, right? Yeah, so Michael K, but he's I don't know. I mean, Francesca's going to look back and say, "I've got lots and lots of money. Julio's going to drive me home, and I'm still number one." I mean, it's going to roll off his back as much as as much as he can, because he's never bothered. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, hey, but they both claim to be number one, just the same way that uh, that 98.5 was doing back in you know back in the day when the radio wars. Now, now, any reactions by the way to the MNC ratings? I think they did what a 6.9 or something like that compared to like a 14 for Toucher and Rich. I, I can't listen to it. This is where this is where I got to speak up more because I was I was dying last week when you guys were talking about sports. It is ironic that i i loved weei and i hated when they talk sports when he gets to the hardcore sports stuff i am out and that's what that show is all about now it's just about sports so i'm, I'm not surprised mutt's not i mean might seem like a good guy and all and i'm sure the the show can stay profitable but it's just not for me anymore i think that i was listening to an old show today and it was the show when uh kirk uh, Kurt, Jerry was out and it was the day after Curtis revealed his alcoholism because that guy, the guy with the mayo, the, the camp, Andy, the guy who's got the picture of mayonnaise, Hellman's mayonnaise is his Twitter, uh, AVI, um, mm-hmm. Twitter avatar. He's, he posted some audio, uh, from 2017. It was the day after that, uh, that, that Curtis announces alcoholism. And it's, it, there's that awesome, we got to find that clip by the way, where Curtis goes, I'm an alcoholic. Right where he's, he, you know, and uh, I went through an old episode. So I went through the episode of the real KNC after Bracket of the Brainless. Yeah, where it's they a great did one. The drops. It's a great one. And that's where I pulled all the drops from. Like and which one's, which one's your favorite that you pulled? I will tell you, this is a short and sweet one, but I really like this one. Right. <laughs> That right. voice, right? That voice. By the way, uh, for those just joining us, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays have have ended the uh, Red Sox uh, home opener. Have spoiled it the same way that that uh, Kirk would would have spoiled it if he was, uh, if he was ah! on the air. Uh, seven to five there for so 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 the John Henrys with a score of of five uh, and the Blue Jays with a score of seven. So the 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 Red Sox again, the perverted organization. Like they like to watch old men beat off. In fact, the paper. I think they just did a they, they just did a request to receive the uh, the, the Robert uh, Kraft sex tape with him and the the Asian masseur, which I can't wait to watch that. I think it's I think it'll be on Pornhub later on tonight. I think so. I wonder what category that will be under. But I cannot wait. Vomiting. <laughs> I cannot wait for the Globe to go page one. Right. Uh, you know, Robert Kraft shoots his wand. Robert Clapp comes clean. <laughs> well, how much Robert? Yeah. Right. So fuck that. Ah, oh, man. Anyway. So I got a couple of other of my favorites. I pulled this one. Ah! Hey, no, 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 no. That's good. That little. 4 1 uh, 11 for my anniversary, and then uh, 7 1 uh, 5 1 11. There's a lot, Chris, a lot of ones here. I don't know how many ones you can do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish this job on my worst enemy. <laughs> They're just all in different places now. 
Any any thoughts on uh, Moroso before we wrap this up? What, what do you think? You you think your your vote is yes? I think my vote's probably yes too. I like him. My my vote is yes, knowing that he's not going to be a good technical producer, and it's going to piss Kirk. You know what? I, I think he probably would be adequate as a producer. But I think the thing that I like about him is he's going to say an incredible amount of stupid things. It's going to be entertaining as hell. And he's not going to transform into a different person like Curtis did. I look at Curtis as there was like one Darren on Bewitched and then that second Darren on Bewitched showed up and that's Curtis now. He's always going to be that guy. I mean, who else are you going to bring in there? Uh, other than Moroso, I don't know. I mean, you're not going to find somebody. He's about as Curtis light as you can get. I mean, he's like he's like 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 Coke. You got Coke Zero. This is like Curtis Zero, um, but he's still got a taste of Curtis. You know, a little bit. Well, you did the one. You went down the one one path of the very competent producer. Yeah, and for whatever reason, didn't quite work out. So now you got the guy who is borderline competent, but is funny as hell not not uh, purposely i don't know go for it unless you got somebody in your back pocket who's going to be great unless you're going to throw a million dollars at at ken laird which yeah. still would be my first choice oh agree but it's not going to happen yeah i know i agree and again for those of you asking you know we don't really we don't know the whole story and, and we've gotten a lot of this we don't know the whole story about what happened with colin a and again and, and he's a cool guy we really like him i know we're giving him shit before but we really like colin a we're not we we don't he's a great guy uh, yeah he's a great guy yeah Again, we don't know the full story. Selfishly, he was really good to us. We would have had a nice in. It would have helped with content. So I look at that and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, but I mean, life goes on. And now we got the guy who said, oh, I don't know much about Kirk. And we called this bullshit on it. With mean, young, young Mark f- Moroso, the, the fan, the fan it boy, under pressure. Fanboy, yeah, right. I mean, he's also, I love that. I love, he's, a, he's a big reader, right? I mean, in fact, I, DC, has, you know, he's read, uh, oh, the places will go. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think he's read that like six or seven times. It's Red great. Red fish, blue fish. <laughs> right, yeah. I think, I think he, he likes that one. He likes, he likes uh, the, the Clifford series was actually really poignant it was really great work Clifford the Big Red Dog I'm not sure if you've read it it's this whole allegory for communism I think right Big Red Dog communism it's brilliant yeah I can't think of anybody who would want to read kids books like that (laughs) I don't know why you would be reading children's Uh. books like that All right, let's get out of here before we get in, in more let trouble. Me do, let me do one more here because right. I'm, I'm all charged up. New York City weather. It's going to be a balmy day today. Summer has started. Looks like we're going to have 80 degrees. Looks like 75 in New Rochelle. 78 in the Jersey Shore and at Madison Square Garden. It's 80 degrees. W-P-L-J. <laughs> That's not, can can not I try easy. one more to play us out? Do you have any more? I'll give you the I'll give you the Z100 one, the old the old Z100. Hey everybody, sunny skies, dirty underwear, a box of candy, and a pair of binoculars. One man has all these things in his trunk, and that is Gary F.W. Tangway. Coming at you live, interviewing Mark Moroso, the man once seen naked on an Instagram video. Fuck! That was not awful. as easy as it looks, huh? Jesus Christ, man. I can't fucking do it. This is embarrassing. I think I'm going to cut all this shit out. This is, this is not coming in. I'm not going to. Z100 weather. Snow is falling. Got to be careful out there. Looks like we're going to get four to six inches inland. Uh, one to two in the city. 
Right now at the Empire State Building, it is 18 degrees. C100. God damn it, you're a pro. You are you are fucking killing these. I have I have like a whole playlist on Spotify I created of music from the late seventies to the early nineties. I <laughs> this is a lot of fun. We've I got, got a we've got to do that of, one on YouTube so we don't get sued because I got <laughs> I was able to pull this from a radio friend. Listen to this. If I had this guy's voice, I would not be doing this. Oh, wrong. <laughs> If you had that fucker's radio voice. Hey, Hartford. Have you heard? Have you heard Gary Craig? Jesus Christ, this isn't real. All over the insurance (laughs) in southern New England, people are talking about Uh, TICFM's hot morning show, Craig and Company. John Elliott has all the information. Roger Stafford is watching the roads and the area's most respected weather service, Traveler's Weather. But he's a yucker. Craig and Company. It's the morning show on 96 TICFM. Listen to the morning show. New for breakfast. What's that guy's voice, though? Why don't you try something new for breakfast? That guy was the voice of ABC for years. Is he really? Yeah, he was the guy who said, The Love Boat. You're always with this old. I love old stuff. Oh, I love like Gilbert Gottfried's podcast, like anything Paul Lind related. <laughs> I'd be do- doing Paul Lind as Dale Arnold. Um, oh my goodness, Rich <sighs> Oh my goodness, you look like my nephew. Oh, Rich, this studio smells. <laughs> this studio smells like pussy. I think. <laughs> Ninety-three-seven. up next. We're gonna do. We're gonna do the third line. Oh my. Good. Uh, Dale, why why do you have a banana in your pants, Dale? Oh my goodness. <laughs> why didn't you reach in there and peel it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Dale, what this is really making me uncomfortable. The only time I like to get aroused is when I'm watching tentacle porn and anime. This is really upsetting. <laughs> I used to be on Bewitched. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, this has gone off the rails. How did things take a turn? I, is, I like I like Bewitch. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna go on a on a on a limb. <laughs> I think the first Darren was better. <laughs> listen, listen, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, good guy. I'm I'm gonna come out and say it. Tom Brady, best quarterback ever. Not a lot of people say that. I used to say I said it in 2001. They should drop Bledsoe after the Super Bowl. <laughs> I knew that Tom Brady was going to be. Everybody else said keep Bledsoe. I said keep Tom Brady. <laughs> they got to get up. Listen, Red Sox, bad start. I'll come out and say it. Red Sox, not doing good. I think Chris Sale may have been a mistake. I'll but be the first one to say it. it's a long season. Load See, I could do two ord ways. I could do that ord way or I could go with the, uh, oh, crap, I can't. I've got. The it's always a southern one. thing too. Like, like Kirk is right about that. It's always a southern thing, though. You know, uh, th- nobody can or do it. I can it. go with the six one seven 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 nine seven ninety eight seven. Who's that? The Wiener Wiener Wiener. So I could do the I do the high pitch or that, or you could do the traditional Dale? one. No, what what about? I mean, one of the uh, Kirk's I think best impressions is is the Fourier one. You know, the My Patriot by Kristen Fourier. It'd be nice to me, fool, people, because I caught. Hope touchdown for six whole points. <laughs> can you do Jerry? That's what I'm curious about. Can you do a Jerry impression? Yeah, I can. Right. <laughs> Don't do that. There's maggot. maggot. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you gotta listen to Tucker. Tucker hey. knows what the hell he's talking about. He's hey, maggots. Do you know 
Anyway, you wanna we wanna wrap this up. I feel like we're losing steam. You wanna wrap this yeah, up? Yeah, we'll wrap this up uh, this way. Old school. Coming up on Z100, you're going to hear Donna Lewis with her new one and Paula Cole. We're all the cowboys. Z100. Z100. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Another perfect show. You're the first guy who's come on who actually has sounded good right out of the gate. I sounded good, like I sound like I'm talented, or just the, the audio is good? No, 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 not the talent, just the audio. <laughs> let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Because usually it's like, it's like, hey, 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 Yeah, hey, we hear all hey. these fucking echoes. So, so, uh, I guess... Like on Ziggler. Ziggler, we heard the echoes. Jesus. Like crazy. And that puke, that, 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 that pretentious fuck, he gets on the podcast, Mark, and he goes, he, we, we're like, we're like, hey, hey, John, we really appreciate you coming on. Uh, by the way... There's a, there's a bit of an echo here. Can, can do you mind? Well, I don't know what the fuck is. I don't know why there's an echo. Not my problem. <laughs> He's he was as big. No more. I mean, did you hear that podcast with him? I did not know. So he was as big of a of a cocksucker as you would imagine him to be. He is both, such a piece of shit. That guy's both when we were recording and when we were not recording. Like, yeah. There's no difference. Well, complete fucking horrible piece of shit. Yeah, he didn't sound like the oh greatest guy on Kirk's podcast, so. Oh, oh, um, I know. You gotta, you gotta okay, ask me on the podcast, you, bro. You got, you gotta save all this. Uh, I didn't. Well, I didn't know if we could say ask you or not. Okay, now that I know, because I do know. And again, I, I didn't say I was gonna answer it. <laughs> oh, you fucking ass. I know he tweeted about Colin, correct? Kirk did. Yeah, yeah, Colin. He said it, it was it was a long one, and, and it needed um it needed some it needed some audio inputs and stuff, and uh I just think it took a little bit longer, and it's just running a little bit behind. I don't think there's a hold up at so all. So you're lying. By, by that you mean you're running a little bit behind. So you're lying. Well, you know what? No, what it was is he <laughs> he dragged the the damn thing out, and then I you know I'm the I'm the editor, so it takes me longer to edit.